Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's the Jim Fannin Show. We've come to take your mind. Am I still on? Isolation. If I had COVID, I kicked its ass. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Producing all by yourself kind of sucks, but I've been doing it for years, so it continues. I got the man cold. I wasn't crying about it because, well, frankly, if it was Omnicronic, <laughs> I didn't want anyone to know. I got a head cold like you couldn't believe. And in this weird time when you're not sure if it's the vid or not, I isolated. And as most of you know already, I left all the comforts of home behind and started from scratch in a third world country that they call the Dominican Republic. I'm in Sisua on the North Shore. I finally landed a job as a realtor at RealtorDR. RealtorDR.com is the website. We'll hit that later. So, what day is it? It's Sunday. Friday, Thursday, I hooked up with a buddy of mine, Davey, from Liverpool, who's down here gallivanting around the world. He's a retired train driver. Met him at Playa Alicia, Alicia Beach, down at the end. If you walk all the way down at the end, there's this nice rock face that kind of shades the that side of the beach. And nobody um, runs up on you trying to sell you anything. Uh, or trying to rent you a chair or an umbrella or anything like that. So, am I... Oh, I'm not public. Why are my posts not going public? 
privacy, public. All right, that's that. Um, so I met my boy Davey down at uh, Playa Alicia, which is one of my favorite beaches. Sisu's Playa Sisu is nice too, but it's really busy and there's lots of vendors there. And I have a hard time saying, no, gracias. No, gracias. No, amiga. No, gracias, amiga. No, gracias, senor. No, gracias, amigo. <laughs> also trying to learn Spanish. And that's going surprisingly well. Although I'm not putting it into practice. And as you can probably hear, I'm still kind of suffering. But I, I kind of figured, well, I'm kicking this thing. So was that Alicia? beach with Davey we uh walked back to George's Paradise or George's what is it George's Bar um, where I live in Carib Campo Carib Campo it's beside the Palms right off the main drag near the Super Bowl of Plaza where my office is and um, oh I am getting texts here I can't respond to Facebook though. What up, Diana? Lucky bugger. Uh, you know what, you guys, okay, lucky, yeah, it's really nice here, but I left everything and everyone behind. <laughs> and I came down here with hardly anything. I, um, I brought my whole studio with me, which took a whole suitcase, 50 pounds of it, and I'm using three pieces. <laughs> Sue, what up? Yeah, I'm still looking for a lawyer. And uh, uh, that's a whole nother topic. But you know what? Those charges that they wrote me up on, that bylaw officer is a kook, first of all, Michelle Brown. And they didn't serve me properly. They didn't spell... You know, they made so many mistakes on the tickets. Like, I think they're trying to, you know, sabotage their own tickets. What a primo. So, yeah, I left everything behind. Everyone behind and started from scratch here with nothing. Like, seriously, I didn't bring the right thing. I brought some, you know, I don't have much of anything. I left, like, I brought one pair of everything. <laughs> So yeah, lucky bugger. Uh, yeah, but I left all the comforts of home. I'm so insecure down here. You have no idea. Like in financially insecure. <laughs> I had no job. You know, like it's starting from scratch in a foreign country. So I do have my haters that are calling me a coward for leaving. They're actually people that supported me in the freedom movement, for lack of a better term, that said... You're a coward. You ran away. You abandoned the children. You should have stayed here and fight. Yeah, I met some. I'm, I'm, I get some friends down here. Some new friends. Thanks, Primo. Anyway, so I walked up to George's bar with my friend Dave from Liverpool. Really nice guy, and um. um I can, Primo, if I, yeah, if, like, if I just do a conversation with you, I'll never get my show. Like, I don't have a show. I never have a script. Uh, Clark Vitter's been trashing me all over the place, telling lies. Well, he says I'm insane. Can, can you, like, mentally insane? 
and that uh, my downfall was that mega church when I found God. Uh, Clark, I was born a Christian. I was a confirmed Catholic. I said goodbye to my religion and I found a new one that I like. Yeah, my church is pretty cool. The kids were really cool that I looked after downstairs. It was pretty cool learning how to do the camera, like a camera op. There's five cameras in that church. It's a big church and a technical, techni techni technically gifted church. They've got a lot of equipment. And then I made my way to the video switching board. So in a, in a TV station, you would have a video director that called out the commands, and then you would have a video switcher that executed the commands. So in my role, I was video director and switcher, and I loved it, mainly because I got to be with some young kids and some, well, some older guys too, but I was in their ear. Camera one, give me a close-up on the guitar. Camera two, go wide. Camera three, give me the drummer close-up. Camera four, stand by camera four. Tight on the guitar, camera four. Check your focus, stand by camera four. Camera four, you're a go. It was a really cool thing. So, but when I found my megachurch, suddenly I became a nut bar, a crazy, uh, misogynistic, um, homophobic, um, xenophobic bigot. No, I've, I've always been those things, Clark. <laughs> you see, you can't say nasty things about people. If you call someone a DFC, even if they're a DFC, and I apologize for the D, okay? <laughs> I took the D back. <laughs> I will not apologize. You know, I better, I promised my boss that we would leave the, pa the past in the past, and I, w I wouldn't go off the rails again. And, and I don't consider that off the rails, but I, I do have a brand to consider. I didn't really um, consider that too much in the past. Anyways, and then uh, I, I could probably go to my Facebook account and, and scroll down to the people that were uh, the people that were grinding me. Oh well, <laughs> how about that, eh? Denise the hottie made this when I was at Coldwell Banker, and that was cool. I just carved the Coldwell Banker off the bottom. There's Jimmy and Billy, you know. One day I'm going to have a girlfriend <laughs> and I'm going to insist that she read me the night before Christmas. the night before Christmas. <laughs> My last girlfriend said that she would, but then she, well, she wasn't very good at honoring her word. <laughs> I'll catch my conversation with Steve, uh, Steve Hanna. Steve Hanna was a buddy I went to high school with. Sam Hanna is a realtor down here and a very connected one. Sam Hanna was a good interview. Go check that out. And we talk about it a lot of the properties. Uh, yeah, I had to clarify how I got fired from 610 because doofus face uh, was spreading lies about me. Where are the... Um, oh, maybe I should just go to the... Is this fun or what? <laughs> anyway, so I walk... Let's get back to the story as I'm scrolling down to my announcement. I walked up to George's bar with my boy Davey from, and we hit a Fizbo on the way home, a for sale by owner. And we went up to George's bar and uh, well, when I got to the beach, Davey had a nice um, Modelo. It's like I said to him, 
Mexican beer on a Dominican beach, eh, Davey? Life is good. So I haven't been drinking that much because it's, it screws me up too badly, especially because I've been drinking rum down here, and that shit, ouch. Got to be careful. So I had a beer with Davey on the beach, at, at like a, a quart. Oh, yeah, and I'm, I think I'm close to 200 pounds now. Chicken, beans, and rice I've been eating for weeks. I've been down here two months. Two months today I took my apartment. So I walked up to the bar in George's Paradise. I can't remember what he calls this. George is a legend, though. And George took me around at his golf cart one of the first times I was down here and introduced me to a few of his friends that own bars down here. It was really cool. And I asked George that night, I said, am I too old to adopt? And George, who's an 80-year-old Russian veteran of the United States of America uh, through Brazil, from Russia to Brazil to New York City to Philadelphia, and then he went to fucking Vietnam. And he's been everywhere, this guy. And then he was a, su- su- a successful He was a su- successful businessman in, in the beverage industry. So he used to fly world cl- uh, first class all over the world. George is a legend. And a re- he's been very kind to me. Look at this picture. Like, are you kidding me? That's at night. That's the slum I live in. It's not really a slum. But that's the moon. <laughs> that's how iPhones take pictures in the dark when the aperture goes wide open. So anyways, Davey and I roll into George's bar. And, well, I got tricked by having a beer on the beach, but one beer isn't like a big deal. Mark Steiger. Oh, that was a... This is a great list. I, I, I challenge and uh, not challenge, but I uh, um, request that you help me add to this list of all the lies. So let's forget the pedos, the uh, pederasses. Look at all the lies that I uh, compiled that CNN has told. That was from Mark. I had that locked and loaded. I was just waiting for someone to fucking hit me with. Fox News is untreated sewage. Boom. Yeah, I was ready. Is this Grant LaFleche? <laughs> Look who I bumped into. Everyone wants to know I'm down Jim Jones. <laughs> oh, there's bitter started with this one. He was just trolling me, I think, to come to his wall. It didn't work because I don't care what's on his wall. But then a friend of mine who we disagree on most uh, many, many things. A girlfriend of mine from Port Dalhousie said um, she cut and pasted and said, yeah, Dude's going off. So I went to check it out. No, not George, George Crawford, Joe Crawford. That's Grunt. Uh, that's uh, La Festula. <laughs> Grant LaFleche. <laughs> Grant LaFish has a freaking... Can, can I say this? Grant LaFish has a fake book account. <laughs> yes, Grant... LaFish is on Facebook. Posted this. All right. Uh, 24 hour. Where's my announcement? This is bad TV, eh? I'll make for good radio. There's my boy Danny. Did you buy something down there, boy? Looch sold out and closed his business. Bummer. What up? Pass the straw, girlfriend. 
Okay, so it's got to be before this. This is still a good deal, and it's still available. Forty-two nine for a studio, American USD. Sixty-two nine for a one bedroom in the Palms. This is right next to George's Bar, and it's really well kept. Twenty-four hour armed guard. This is this is actually funny. Let me fuck you with my heels on. Yes. Yes. This is a crackhead at the door. My key! I'm sweating my balls off! If you don't, if you, if you don't listen to Gavin McKinnis, you don't have any idea what this is, but... I'm sweating my balls off! Yeah. It's good times. Oh, here's my audio drops. Timmy, turn up. 40, 45 years. That's a Ugandan. Uh, a beautiful, beautiful bird. There's Trump, Ugandan preacher. You know who that is. We'll convert your children. And then they eat the poo poo. Uh, Alex Jones, I will eat your ass. Of course, I can't say those words. Uh, Mark. What's the comedian's name? <laughs> when I gave the uh, the MPX back to. Uh, Timmy Turnoff, he sent me this video going through all the audio clips I slammed in there. I come really hard. I'm furious. I'm gonna come. So many good audio drops. I'm gonna have to get a soundboard, but I walked away from that and gave it back to uh, Timmy Turnoff instead of selling it for myself to pay rent. <laughs> That was very generous of me, I must admit. Fuck, I'm getting sidetracked. Okay, I'm bored. Stop talking. I'm bored. Stop talking. Shut up, Layton. Okay, so I'm going back to my... Thank you, um, Primo. Um, sorry, I'll shut up and laugh my ass off. We will talk soon. He's probably not even there. I'm probably responding to Primo, and he doesn't even give a shit because he's gone. Okay, so here, uh, Nora Smith. I think this is an Enon account. I'd be very surprised if this was um, an actual account. Well, you have chosen this path, I hope, for your sake. Quote, as you placed yourself on an island, unquote. I never said that. That has been affected by the WHO's corruption that is tied to the G7 leaders and Bill Gates' jabs and the people... What? Shut up. Who cares? Where do you live? Are you tied to the WHO's corruption in your country? Why do you think, what do you think I left Canada for? Overwhelmed by the death toll is coming to their people. No, Dominican Republic is immune to COVID. You know why? Because they don't have CNN here. <laughs> Your leader was part of the death of their people. What? Standing, uh, standing up against the corruption, corruption within your own country is what needed. Yeah, I did that. I did that. I tried that. And I got tired of that. Fuck the haters, pure jelly up. It's not propaganda. He knows dang well our leader, Father Trudeau. No, like, what is wrong with getting out? If you're, if you're, oh my God, too long didn't read. Holy fuck, cut and paste. Stop talking. I'm getting bored. Stop talking. 
one of my favorite clips. Yeah. So, well, Norma was not happy that I left. Frankly, I could give a rat's ass, but I found it semi-entertaining. She was one of them. Oh, and then the um, tag team uh, mother-daughter. Tanya Black is a stud. She also got out. There's my cousin, Dion Baranek. What up, Dion? Not literally my cousin, but yeah, I call her my cousin. A lot of nice wishes. I kept it pretty quiet. Kathleen Sharp. Easy to say stand when, you, when you've run. Kim Shook. Oh, I'm surprised Kim liked that. Serena Elizabeth. Um, okay, have a cookie. You're getting too thin. Randy McGuire too, eh? Hmm. It's easy to tell us to stand and fight from the comforts of your bougie Caribbean condo. Bougie? <laughs> You're bougie. <laughs> My Caribbean condo is not so bougie. <laughs> I got crazy people who live beside me. If you were willing to do the crime, you should have stood with us and did the time. Oh, what? Because I'm running away from my charges that are worthless, that not, aren't worth the, the paper that they're written on that'll get tossed from court? I mean, I'm still going to have to deal with it. I'm not running away from my charges. I haven't even set a date yet. My next appearance is in February. Um, I can sell a couple houses before February comes. My blood will die on this soil, but to each his own. Yeah, to each his own. I hope you spill your blood all over the place, but I'm out, and I don't need to justify shit to you. I don't even know why. I should be posting ghosts. Your mother says, I thought you were posting ghost. Why are you even offended? I didn't say I was offended. <laughs> I said it was insulting. There's a difference. And yeah, I just responded to her because why not? And then she commented, but they deleted it and replaced it with this one. Why would I be bitter? Weakness isn't something I aspire for. And grammar, good grammar isn't either. And can you make a post without editing it? No. No, you can't. I, like Mark Steiger, he's the same thing. He never puts a post on my wall without a, a, um, editing it. So I hope I answered your question, Primo. So three out of 36. It's not what I would call ratioed. You ran from tyranny. So who is the clown? That isn't a man. You know what? Go fuck yourself, Norma. Randy McGuire? Who the fuck's Randy McGuire and who cares? Here's the creator of the serum telling people, shut up, I don't care. Just don't. <laughs> That's Michaela Peterson. So anyway, I, I hope I answered your question. If you, if you only follow one guy on Twitter, this is the guy. And watch his interview with Joe Rogan. It's, it's classic. Oh, did I have that too far, too far, farly? <laughs> too zoomed in? I should have been with this cut over here. Now I got, I want to fuck you with my heels on in my head. Anyway, I ran up to George's bar with my buddy Dave after play Alicia. 
and fell into the bottom of a bottle of rum. Not literally, figuratively. And you know what? It wasn't even that many. Um, oh, I lost a friend while I've been on the broadcast. <laughs> when I started the show, I had 5,000. No. I'm going to have to go through and see who I lost. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I had a bunch of drinks with my boy Davey. And, you know, the way George pour, well, the way the girls pour drinks at George's bar, it's kind of like the glasses are small and there's pretty much two shots of rum in it. And it's topped up with Coke in this case. And, I mean, I drink them, I drink them pretty stiff anyways. I mean, when I was on the keto diet, I just went to straight vodka on the rocks. I haven't got to the neat place yet, but maybe one day. Maybe I'm not drinking anymore. I don't know. But I probably, I had about uh, 630 pesos <laughs> worth of booze. It's six drinks, which is about 12 shots probably. And the next day I woke up feeling like balls. And I had a little burning in the top of my nose and the back of my throat. And no, it wasn't from all the cocaine I've been doing. Cocaine is so cheap down here. It's unbelievable. Like, I wonder why anyone drinks or smokes weed because why would you? And you know what? None of the locals do that kind of stuff. They don't even smoke cigarettes. Anyways, I'm not falling into that trap. That's the last thing I need. I'm staying far the fuck away from that. And actually, I'm a month clean from weed. Weed is my vice. Like of all of them, weed is the one I use the most. And I don't even miss it. That's weird, eh? Well, basically, the weed down here is Garbo. It's like 1984 high school Colombian hard pack with seeds and stocks in it. it but it's cheap. It's like well, 100 pesos. And you get about five joints out of it. And it still gets you high. It just tastes like balls. And you don't get high for that long. And, like, I like to smoke weed because I like the taste. I smoke weed to get high. I drink because I like the taste. Like, when I go off booze, I will drink non-alcoholic beers just as fast because I love to taste the beer. So I just decided that, you know what? My head is far too thick as normal. Normally, it's far too thick. And I don't need any help if I'm going to learn this foreign language, Espanol. So to keep a clearer head, I decided oh, I'm just going to get. I'm just not going to buy weed anymore. I was going to smoke, and well, it's working. But I don't even miss it. Like I smoked weed when I get up for a squirt at four o'clock in the morning. I'd hit the joint, go back to bed if it was one in the on in the ashtray. Call me an abuser. I don't know. I'd smoked morning, noon, and night. I smoked at work. I can function on weed. I cannot function with one drink of alcohol in me. One, I just want to get out of there. I don't want to work. And two, I don't think I'm effective on alcohol. Weed's a different thing. But I don't even miss it. I quit. And uh, I, don't, I don't even really care. But I kind of created a motivation for myself because I want to learn Spanish. I'm tired of 
interacting as a gringo. And I figure uh, if I can't uh, hamper myself any further than my own mental retardation. And retardation means slow. I stole this from a girl in the office. So I went up to the bar. I had too much to drink. I woke up, woke up in the morning. I felt like balls. I took a couple ibuprofen, maybe three. I think they're twos. Maybe they're fours. I don't know. Popped a bunch of those, drank a huge thing of water, and went back to bed. And I'm like, I think my nose kind of hurts. The back, you know, your back of your throat, top of your, you know, up there where your nasal cavity is. And my and my left nostril was kind of plugged up. And I'm like, oh, this ain't good. Please tell me I'm not getting sick. And I haven't really been near anyone or touched anyone or been. I'm staying away from the prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a prostitute story for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one that pays prostitutes to not have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my good friends will know that story, but I don't know what I, I don't know what happened to the tourist that was really nice hotel that found that well, maybe he refused to pay the hooker or maybe he bought drugs off the wrong guy. I don't know. People don't break into resorts or murder people in Dominican unless they're organized or something. You know, the the um, violence and the crime down here is vastly, vastly overhyped because I've been walking the streets in the middle of the night down here and there's no, like in Sisua, there's no issues. Not where anywhere I've been anyways. Man, mind you, I stay close to the main drag and all the downtown streets and stuff like that, but there's still little neighborhoods all the way through it that you have to walk to to get there. And some of them are kind of rough. And I've been to the ghetto. I went to the ghetto with a buddy of mine that sells, uh, that rents chairs at the beach because he was telling me about the place he lives in for 120 pesos a day. And I'm like, I, I need to see this. He says, it's five minutes away from the ghetto. I said, five minutes away from the ghetto. Mm, no, it's, it is the ghetto. So I'm not moving there. <laughs> Freedom, his name is. He works at uh, Sasua Beach, plays Sasua. So I went back to bed, and then I woke up, and I'm like, oh, damn. I'm getting sick. So this is, what day, what day was, yeah, this is Friday morning, I guess. Yeah, Friday morning was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 hang on. Yes. No. See, I've got it all wrong. I didn't wake up with, a, or maybe I did. Yeah, maybe I just, maybe I just wrote it off as nothing. Yeah, it was just, I had a little stinging in the back of my throat, and I was a little plugged up on the left side. And I wasn't thinking, yeah... I wonder if I'm getting sick. And then I had made a deal with Sam that I was going to do a podcast with him. 
I'll say, I said, I'd be down here first thing in the morning, but then I got jacked and then I slept in. And then instead of being here at seven o'clock in the morning at nine o'clock, he's like, Jimmy, where are you? I'm down here. I've been here since I didn't tell him I was going to be here at seven, but he's always here at six or seven in the morning working. And I said, I'll bring my shit down. We'll set up and we'll do, we'll do a show. We'll do an interview. So at nine o'clock, he's like, Jimmy, I've been here since seven o'clock. Where are you? Are we doing this or what? So I text, everything's WhatsApp down here. So I, I voice message him back. I'm like, uh, I had a conflict last night with a bottle of rum. I feel like balls, but I'm bringing my shit. I'm on my way down. I'll be there in a bit. I stopped at George's quick, had a slammed a coffee into me. And I'm telling you, I felt like balls, like just complete shell of a man. But I'm glad I didn't bail on my boy. And then I came down here, sweat like at the office is air conditioned. But I'm just, you know, when you get the sweats from the night before. Oh, like the alcohol is probably seeping out of my skin. Gross. It's disgusto. So here I am setting my board up, getting the mics done. I've never set up at the office before. I'm taking over the boardroom, but nobody's here because it's Christmas Eve. We're closed. And Sam's being very patient, working over by his desk. And I'm in the boardroom, slamming together the mics and the the board and the computer and just getting everything going. I love DR. Never been to the Virgin Islands. And so I go, okay, Sam, I think we're ready. I did a little test record. And he came in and we did a show. And I said, well, I'm glad I didn't bail out like a calling. I go, I can't make it. I'm sick today. He laughed at me when I said that. We did a decent show. And Sam's a good guy. He's a football guy. He's from Illinois or Nebraska or some shit. I don't know. Watch the show. I didn't listen. It's amazing how little you listen to your interview, your interviewer, your, in, your interviewees, your guests on the interview. Like you, it's, it's difficult to pay attention. He did say he played quarterback. I did ask him that. I remember that. But I don't remember anything from my shows after I'm done. I have to listen to them back to, to remember anything that was said because I'm too interested in like making sure that uh, the mics are set up right and that uh, the sound levels are right. And It's the Jim Fennin Show. You know, so I did my show with Sam, and I'm still feeling like balls. And I hobble back to my bed. Oh, and then it started pouring rain. Oh, and then I tried to go to Superpola. Well, it's New Year's, it's Christmas Eve. The place is rammed. And as I'm walking in, it's, you can't even get in the place because there's so many people waiting in the foyer that refuse to walk into their car in the rain in 88-degree weather. I'm like, what is going on here? So I was going in there because I had like five days of growth on my face, like a big gray beard, and I wanted to get rid of it. And I have not been using shaving cream since I've been down here because it got confiscated at uh, YYZ in Toronto before I left because I had it in the wrong bag, and I didn't want to go find my luggage to put it in the right bag. So I told them, surrender. I surrendered my edge gel. 
And then when I got down here, I was trying to watch my money. Even from the first day, I went to buy a big bottle of shampoo and I get back to the shower. And, oh, I went five weeks without having a hot shower also. <laughs> trying to save money on hydro. Electricity, it's called. You know, actually, because you, who needs hot water when it's 95 degrees out and you've just been walking? Like you want cold water. So I took cold showers for the first five weeks. Now I turn it on just to warm the water up a little bit in the morning. But if I go walking and I come back, it's all cold water showers. So I get in the, get in the shower and I go to put the shampoo on my hand. It's conditioner. Fuck's sakes. Now I bought a 400 peso that's an $8 bottle of shampoo that's not shampoo. Of conditioner I'll never use that does not get my body clean, that does not foam up in my hair. And I cannot use to shave. Trust me, I tried. It's a shit show. So for the first few days, I used uh, dish soap. Yeah. It worked fine. Strangely enough. Dish soap in the shower. <laughs> I think I might even shaved with it once. And then, I don't know, four or five days later when I went shopping or whatever, I actually bought some shampoo. Uh, so anyway, I, um, I, I went to uh, Super Polo because I was going to buy myself some shaving cream for Christmas. Uh, and I looked at the lines and there was 30 people on each line. So I turned around and I left and I'm like, you know, I really don't want to get my running shoes soaking wet, walking back to the house because it was pouring. But I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not going back to the office. I feel like balls. I can't sleep there. Like if I could s s fall asleep in a chair in the office, be, you know, I would take a nap. But like I can't sleep sitting up. So I walk back to the house. I didn't get that wet. I walked back to the house. I immediately, I jumped into bed wet. Turn the fan on. It's, it's 88 degrees out and 90% humidity. 98% humidity because it's raining and raining. I jumped into bed wet. I fell asleep and I woke up sick. And I was supposed to go to dinner. My boss asked me to come by. He was having a bunch of people over and he said, well, we're going to have way too much food. And you know, my taste buds are dead because I've been eating chicken, beans, and rice for two months. 150 pesos on the side of the road. Fried chicken, brown rice, and brown beans. Normally, I don't like that stuff, but I haven't wasted one grain of rice yet. And all the chicken bones I've been saving in the freezer, and I'm going to boil them down to make broth. I'm telling you, fucking, you thought it was cheap back home. I was never cheap back home. I wasted way too much shit back home. Not here. No, I don't know the guy. How many times are you going to ask me if I know Benishkalov? No. <laughs> Lily Bell. So I woke up feeling like balls. Even worse, like I woke up feeling like balls already from the rum, but... Which makes... I should have some rum down at the office. I should, have, I should have a bottle hidden everywhere. So I text my boss. I go, 
I feel like shit. I don't think I should come out. And he goes, well, if you change your mind, here's my address. And I'm going, like, no one cares. No one has any fear of anything down here. Like, yeah, you got to wear your mask in certain places because you're required to. And, like, I'm not going to, to Dominican jail. I'm not going to Dominican jail. So I play by the rules pretty much, but I don't go many places that you need a mask. Most of the places that I uh, buy my food at are on the side of the road, like uh, Cheeto's Barbecue right down the street from me, or then uh, Lilo's uh, Fried Chicken down the street, or Ricky's downtown, Ricky's number two, and then uh, well, there's Plan B, the barbecue beside Plan B's got the best pork ribs. Oh my gosh that I've ever had in my whole life. It was like six weeks before I treated myself to a 400 peso side of ribs. Not even a side. It was two ribs. And I got lucky that day and picked the one that was like full of fat and I took it home and my mouth exploded. There was a party in my mouth. So, but nobody cares my boss says to me, if you change your mind, here's my address. And I'm thinking, dude, I'm not going to come there and potentially give the whole party, party, give the whole party, um, Omicron or whatever the fuck they call it. Because I hear that Omicron is basically a cold. So maybe I got the fucking vid. Maybe I just recovered from it, but I'm telling you a couple of my friends from church, which I had to cancel on them too. So I cancel on my boss, which is a wicked bummer because it's Christmas Eve. I'm alone. He was nice enough to offer, you know, his company and his friends and family for me to share in. And then I cancel and he's like, dude, if you change your mind, I'm like, if, you, if I change it, are you not worried about getting a cold from me at the very least? No, he wasn't at all. So it's kind of heartbreaking because I, I really don't want to be alone for Christmas Eve. I want my mom to read me the night before Christmas <laughs> or at least my girlfriend, but I could pay a prostitute $3,000 to do <laughs> 3,000 pesos. That's 60 bucks. <laughs> so I cancel on my boss. It was kind of heartbreaking because he was very generous and I wanted to take him up on that. And I didn't want to be alone, but it's, you know, Hey, being alone is not the worst thing for me. So it's just the thing of like, it's Christmas Eve. It's supposed to like, I'm not in the Christmas spirit. I don't give, really give a fuck down here because it's not Christmassy. I don't have the spirit. It's not cold. There's no snow. There's no Christmas music. There's no going to my parents' place. There's no trying to fit in, you know, Bob and Claudia's boxing day party or whatever. Well, they don't have that anymore, but you know, it was always such a, like, do I really have to go? Like, even the places that you really enjoyed going, you still are like, fuck, can't I just stay home? Well, you could, if you want to be rude. So I cancel on my boss, and then I cancel on my Christmas Day plans. Well, my boss was... Boss was Thursday night. No. Yeah. Maybe this all happened the day before. Anyways, I cancel on my boss. Then I cancel on my next. Yeah, 
Christmas Eve was my boss. Christmas Day was Mike People from church. So I woke up Christmas Day. I'm really feeling bad now, and but like because of the cold. And I text my girl, and I said, "Thank you for the offer. It's, you're so sweet and generous, but like, I'm sick, and I don't want to give it to anyone." And immediately she says, "If you got vitamin C and vitamin D and zinc," I go, "No." Yeah, I know. I left all that shit at home. We go back and forth for an hour. I'm not even out of bed yet. And she says, so-and-so and so-and-so are on their way. They're bringing you the stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the guy that was cooking dinner that I don't even know, he jumped in his car and came down with a friend of his, and they brought me the high doses of vitamin C, vitamin D, and um and zinc and um i'm fucking better today what's today sunday sunday the 26th so i wasn't feeling great when i woke up this morning and on the 25th i on christmas day i'm like fuck it i have a secret a secret cure for the common cold. It dries up your nose. It stops you from sle- sneezing, sleeping. No, doesn't doesn't put you to sleep. It stops the sneezing, the runny nose, and the cough, the tickle on your throat. All your symptoms go away. You still feel like garbage, but all the cold symptoms are gone, and it usually lasts me the day. So, five o'clock in the morning, I drop one of these things, and I wake up around seven. I'm up for the day, and I'm good. I went to sleep around 11 o'clock and not and near the end of the day, I started sneezing a little bit, but all my symptoms are gone. I kind of cheated, but this is a, f- this is foolproof and it's a common drug that nobody knows about that works. I'm not going to tell you what it is. DM me. If you know me well, you know what my secret is. It's five milligrams and it fucking works. So it's suppressant. I cheated. I talked to a girlfriend of mine down here, and she says, don't do that. That's a suppressant. That's just going to, don't, don't, no. <laughs> she says, cut up an onion, boil it, and drink it. And then strap them to your feet and wear them to bed. I'm like, what are you fucking crazy? Well, that's what the Haitians do. And it works. And they're poor. And that's what takes it. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, and cut one up and leave it beside your bed, too. Okay. No. I wasn't going out. So I cheated on Christmas Day with five milligrams of my secret sauce. And today I wasn't feeling great when I woke up. But as the day went on, I'm like, hey, fuck. I didn't even take my secret sauce and I'm feeling pretty good. So I'm out of isolation. I mean, I'm not going around shaking hands and kissing babies, but. And I still got the wicked cough. And that will probably, <clears throat> probably um, go deeper tomorrow. And I still get that <clears throat> that flavor that might maybe I've got a little bit of a lung infection or something like that. So it's the normal cough and cold symptoms. But I woke up this morning last night. Oh, that's last night. I soaked the bed with sweat. I woke up four or five times. I had to turn the pillow over. I had to pick a new spot in the bed. I had to turn the blankets over because everything was just wet. This is a great story. I hope you're eating right now. 
And then I woke up and I said, fuck, I got COVID. There's no way. I'm calling my friend and telling her to bring down the ivermectin. And then I got up. Uh, I came down to the office. I had a coffee. I got some groceries because I was right out of eggs. And I got all the shit that I needed. For, I had a craving for French toast. So I went up and I made French toast for myself. I probably got back to the house around 9 o'clock because Super Polo opens at 8. I was at the office around 8.15. I was probably back at the house around 9, 9.30. And I made myself three pieces of French toast with lots of syrup. I even got the cinnamon. And uh, I've been jamming lots of the water. I took my medicine, my vitamin D, my vitamin C, and my zinc. And fuck. I called a girlfriend of mine earlier before I came down to the office. And I'm like, you know what? Surprisingly, I don't feel too badly. She says, well, you're going on the boat with us tomorrow. I'm like, well, um, I will actually, maybe that'd be good for me. So we're going on some big catamaran or something tomorrow that leaves from Playa Sasua. I haven't been on a boat since I've been here, but apparently I'm going to be able to dive off the bow of the boat into the ocean. December 27th, 2021. And that is the rest of the story. So anyways, I came down to watch the rest of the Eagles game. I've been trying to make sure that uh, my broadcasting is actually working because I'm in a new location. I'm still in the, I'm in the boardroom at the office because, well, I've got a suitcase full of my studio and I don't want to be dragging this shit all the way back up to the apartment when I'm probably going to do another show before long. I don't know who my next victim is, but Sam went really well. I've enjoyed talking to him, getting to know him, and talking about some real estate stuff. So you know, I talked to Bobby, my broker, about it, and he's like, dude, I am too busy for any of that kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, I will take care of it. I'm not asking you to produce or like do anything. Oh, no, if you're going to do it. And I said, well, would you be a guest on it? Oh, sure. I'll come on now. Come on your show. And he came in while I was sitting with Sam and then called Sam on this phone. Sam's like, dude, I'm live on the radio right now. We're just going live. We weren't actually live, but that's how we got rid of him quickly. <laughs> Bobby's not listening because he's not my friend. Oh, it's a public broadcast. Yeah. Sam didn't lie to you. I just made that up. So anyway, um, so I didn't pull all my stuff up. So I came down to watch the end of the Eagles game, and it was shit. The whole game was shit. I was texting my buddy back at home who's a Giants fan going back and forth, and he's going, uh, yeah, boring. He goes, what are you watching this shit for? I said, I watch every Eagles game, dude. Excuse me. And then I set the equipment up, which is not, like, my, my studio is, like, Three pieces now. A microphone, a mixing board, and a computer. That's it. So it's just hard to set up when you're a recovering alcoholic, which I don't plan on being much anymore. All right. How can we get a better idea of what we're doing here? I'm going to take you through a couple listings, and uh, that'll be that. I don't feel like I need to speak with you anymore now that I told you all my boring stories about leaving Canada 
and my experience down here being an alcoholic and a reformed drug addict, I'm not really a drug addict. Um, but yeah, I just decided I wasn't going to smoke weed anymore. And, uh, worked out pretty well because I, I want to learn the language so the cheap stuff is unbelievable like I think we talked about this is probably Sam's listing okay it's oceanfront it's 117.9 it's con the condominium fees are 168 bucks a month it's fully furnished and look at the views well that ain't the greatest view but like, look where it's located. We're getting there. Oh, and this is my boy in the. <laughs> See the photographer in the mirror. <laughs> Sweet kids, they do a really nice job. Look at the gardens. Look at the fucking pool. That's a pool to the left. Like it's shared. Obviously, you're in a condo building. Look at this place, dude. 117 USD. Like, what are you fucking high? Who would live in Canada when you can buy a condo for 117 American? Here. Like, why wasn't I here fucking 20 years ago? So, if I can do it, anyone can. And anyone has more resources than I had when I came down here. So I don't know what you do for work. I kind of lucky from the standpoint that I've got some experience in real estate, but real estate agents don't need a license down here. Anyone can be a real estate agent. You don't need to have a brokerage. When I was looking for brokerages, one of my buddies says, what the hell you need a brokerage for? Print some cards and you're done. Yeah, that's how easy it is to be a realtor down here. And Sam was a realtor back home, but I would say that 25% of my office has no experience in real estate, and they're slamming. They're smashing deals because they have a book of business that they've transformed from expats back home that are going to that are gonna buy stuff down here. And look at this, $117,000. Oh, actually, you know what? Sam told me to take this one down. Because they changed their mind. They took it off the market temporarily. So, a bad example. Um, okay. East Cabarete. Same building, I think. Two bedroom. Yeah, two bedroom, two bath, 169. <laughs> Come on, man. What the fuck are you doing? Like, cereal. What are you, like, why are you still in Canada? If you have any sort of money or resources at all. And if you, if you want to stay in Canada, that's fine. Just buy a place down here. The place carries and the ROI is amazing. I know a guy that bought a condo over here for 50 grand 12 years ago. It's paid for itself twice. <laughs> so the ROI on that was six years, a hundred percent down. Like, what are you doing? 169? This is a joke, right? No, it's a misprint. That's what I said to Sam. Is this the right price? He goes, yeah, dude. What do you, what do you think? And most of them come furnished. The appliances and the furnishings. 
dude, I'm serious. Like, if you're not going to get the hell out of Canada, we can make it easy for you because now I've got enough connects. Even just being here two months, I can connect you with contractors, with rental agents, with, well, I do know a realtor. Look at this one, 250. It's sold now. This is detached. They call them villas. <laughs> we just listed, oh, not we. Hannah just listed one for 225000 It's not even hit the market yet. It's a, it's a two, two bedroom, two and a half bath uh, in La Mulata, which is not far from, it's just up the hill, still in Sisua. In-ground pool, covered car, uh, carport, a full tiki wet bar, two, two and a quarter. In-ground five-foot pool. I don't think it's up here. I definitely, I know it's not up here, but I do have a copy of it in my... Mm, I wonder if I could find that quick enough. So there's some super, super great deals down here. And I think you should check them out. Oh, I just uploaded this to one of my channels. It's what it's called. It, uh, oh, man, do I miss Ricochet Water? This is called the Tom McConnell Show. I'll make it public soon, but it's, one of, on one, it's on one of my obscure channels called You've Been Duped. Go check it out. Um, how can I? Maybe I can. Let's see if I can do this. I will show you this listing. You can get the first. Um, oh, he put my picture up on my YouTube. Wow. My broker must have access to my, uh, to my Google account, which I don't care about, but. He changed my picture in my Google account. It's my new headshot from the office. Um, what am I doing here? How do I get to my... Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, I'm going to play you this listing. This is a brand new listing of Hannah's. It's 225, small world. My pastor at my new church actually lives here. I'm like, Pastor David, how are you? Hey, Jim. He's from Alabama or Mississippi or some shit like that. He's got the real twang. This is the, what 225000 gets you. Now, the narration is not great. How come there's no sound? Oh, because I've got it on mute. Okay, so this is just for my camera. This is a first one-off. It's a rough cut. There's people inside the shots. And I did not use the wide angle lens. But this is a single detached house way up the hill in La Mulata. And, well, this tells the whole story. In La Mulata, as soon as 225, we're just getting some pictures done. For promotion, for any listing. There's Hannah. 
You see the guys taking pictures. The dogs don't come with the house. The dogs do not come with the house. The first bath, the first bedroom in the front of the house. Right. I should have used a wide angle. Okay. Hannah is super sweet. So is this kid. He does nice jobs. He does the full drone. Full professional interior shots and drones. We can see this bath. So there's a powder room, two piece. Kitchen. Wow. Good size. I'm, whoa. I'm seeing it for the first time as well, so. Oh no. Yeah. Side carport. Covered. Fence backyard. Yeah. Two and a half, that's what you said. Two and a half bath. Three. Two bedroom, two and a half bath, right? Yeah. Cool. And then this is outdoors. Hola! having a mango tree on your property you just walk out and pick a fresh mango or a banana or a pineapple or whatever oh, pineapple doesn't grow on a tree maybe or does it I guess it does I don't know what the fuck they're pretty big <laughs> or coconuts you need a fucking uh a machete to get the coconut open, though. Carport in a side yard. Fully walled off. That's not a fence. It's a wall. Concrete wall. 
the, all this shit's hur hurricane-proof. But the hurricanes go over Sisua because in the mountains and the reef, apparently, it's protected. The mountains chop it up. And the neighbors. Haiti's a different story. On the western part of the island, but... The northern coast is immune to the hurricanes. So that's it. This is the surrounding, and I just did a little walk too. But this has not even hit the market yet. It's it hasn't been advertised anywhere. There's no pictures of it up anywhere. It's 225. It's a brand new listing. And shoot, it's a lot of house, eh? In a decent location. On a gravel road. Not all the roads are completely done, but anyway, that's that. And I. <clears throat> I had a little coughing fit when we were, when I was muted there. So I'm going to exit for now. Peace, love, hug your neighbor. And for whatever you do, please rip that damn mask off your kid's face. Aye.